This week on Animals Are Insane, we talk about the vitamins we take. Um, and we talk about Batman, Moon Knight, a little bit of David Mamet, dad movies. And uh, we spoil the movie Moonfall. Spoiler alert. Heavy spoilers for that. And then uh, next week, uh, we're going to be reviewing all the old knives if you're not into this week's episode. So, yeah. Join us. One. I know that we kind of, we kind of, you know, we're talking about this beforehand, but the whole pill thing, like the, the vitamins to the smoothie, to the swallowing, dude, I have to do the swallowing. Yeah. To the (laughs) swallowing, you know, look, make eye contact. No, Uh, uh, I feel like COVID has made me more conscious about vitamins, probably like COVID and like Joe Rogan with his like, Something greens, active greens, or some shit. Oh like, yes, hey. that's right. Yeah, that, that, that it's sponsored by every time. I'm always yeah. freaked out by that too. Where it's kind of like, okay, hey, you, ha- you we we put all the vitamins together in this little packet. Just put it into some almond milk or water, whatever. Mix it up and then drink the entire thing. Yeah. It's kind of amazing though. Like, imagine trying to like pitch that like a hundred years ago, where people <laughs> like, I you know, like, I mean, you can eat like shit the rest of the day. <laughs> Just get your little packet of athletic greens in there. You know, you'll be good. <laughs> Maybe that's what they should be advertising. <laughs> you want to eat McDonald's? You want to have uh, incredible Taco Bell diarrhea? We got you covered. Uh, athletic, athletic greens. greens. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, um, what do you take? Do you have like a vitamin regimen that you're on right now? I just what? I just have one of those like adult gummy multivitamins. You know, and when I say adult, I mean like because man. I'm just such a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. It's yeah, called man. man. Yeah, I think I think I have man. the same one. It's like o- Otis. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Odie, uh, yeah, Odie. It's, it's one of those, but it's just, it's just like a. It's Dude, just a I, I could not figure out how to open that stupid thing for the longest time. <laughs> I know nobody, no, none of us ever like read the actual instruction. Oh my god, it's on the top of the bottle. Yeah, and you well, still like kind of like we're refusing. It's, no, it's like well, it's, it's like, like a little, a, little yeah. Rubbermaid container. It's like it's ridiculous. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's too big. But yeah, so yeah, I take that, and then I, I usually take. Uh, vitamin D and then vitamin C and then some fish oil and some zinc. And you're doing this every day. Well, I try to I do it every day, but I used to do it in the morning and man, I would get like so sick. I would just like <laughs> <laughs> empty stomach. Uh, everything's yeah, working yeah, at once. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, are you supposed to take it? Like, you know, in the day. So now it's like, now I switched to kind of take it at lunch and it's like way better. Like I can kind of handle yeah, but you do it with it. such ease. That was I, I'm, I'm a little jealous of that. When I, when we were talking before, all you did was kind of like he had a little sip of your purple thing, and then you know put the pill in. No problem. Me, mm. I have to like pray. You know what I mean? Like every time I have a pill, because I just I'm so bad at swallowing pills. Whether they're like a small ibuprofen to like those giant fish oil pills, yeah, or like or like even like even bigger. I have yeah. to like think about it. You know what I mean? I, I got to put the water in, then put the pill in, then put more water in, and like throw it back and then kind of like hope to God it went down. And sometimes like a lot of the times it doesn't. And I just start freaking out because I think these things are going to kill me. Like I have to like really like, you know, concentrate on it. But the worst is when like they like explode in your mouth. Like you're trying to like swallow it and then they can't. You accidentally like chomp on the fish oil and then there's like just fish oil goo all in your mouth. <laughs> See, but I better prefer if like somehow, I don't know, I guess like they do have it where you can just kind of like pour it into your, it's like, it's like the echinacea thing that you can pour into, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, orange juice or. But I thought that uh, that, that stuff, the, the fish oil stuff, I thought it goes bad. Like I thought you have to keep it in the fridge. Whereas like the pills you don't. So, and then I tried to get also like the most non fishy fish oil pills. Cause I remember oh, like, yeah, dude, oh. I bought like the cheap ones at first. And then like I'd, I'd have these like burps in the day. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, it's like tasting the sea's butt crack. It's oh, just like, dude. it's so bad. Yeah. I just like have these. Yeah. And, and Melissa like hates fish. So then like I have these like fish burps and she's just like, you're disgusting. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but don't they have that? Don't they have that in those multivitamins where they can mix? Like, I don't know. Some well, I thought fish oil was portion. different though, because like the multivitamins, it's like the ones I have are like a gummy, right? So it's like, uh, I don't know how you get 
I don't know how it works. How do you get anything like in there to make it look just like gummies? Yeah, it's have. just like all nonsense. It's like like it's just a gummy. That's it. It's just like sugar and water and like. Yeah, I'm whatever. so glad as an adult we've like transformed from having our Flintstones, uh, you know, vitamins yeah, right? all yeah. the way to our gummy vitamins. Oh man, imagine it just makes like it easier in our yeah. teeth. Like all all vitamins are just like placebos. Like there's actually nothing in any of them. It just like makes you feel good and that like helps you feel better. <laughs> yeah, science in 50 years is like, hey, we haven't figured out anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, like none of this stuff exists. You think that like ibuprofen helps you with your headache? How? How do you? We don't even <laughs> <No>. know. <laughs> yeah, like, this is this has all just been a trick, all been a trick up of our sleeve. But uh, hey, so I mean, it's been. A little bit since we've since we've had an L conversation, especially with uh, the uh, ant expert last time. But yeah, uh, I started getting back into some like TV shows and some movies and everything because you know I was I kept thinking about your hatred for the Batman, and for oh. some reason it, it's like it forced me to like start watching <laughs> the other Batman movies, mm. like to see like hey you know like maybe there's like a weirdly stark contrast between what we saw and what we've already experienced. And, you know, I just finished up the, uh, the Nolan trilogy oh. and man, oh man, I just, it, it makes me kind of feel like I would just wish Christopher Nolan just like directed everything. You know, <laughs> he, he does this thing where he, he knows yeah. how to like be very artistic with certain <laughs> film choices, but then also combine that with like a blockbuster mentality where mm-hmm. he knows that he can kind of control like people being like, Oh, I'm going to be Dude. really excited about this action scene or, you know, yeah. so, so like, like long story short though, like, like spoiler right now, like in case you don't want to listen to the whole thing, the whole rant, <laughs> no ones are way better than, than friggin' Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Yeah, ba- basically, yeah, basically, on, you could you right? could skip fifteen minutes ahead of this because I'm just going to go on with it. Yeah, right? but like, but one of the things that like I found that you know because because this is the weird thing is that if you really watch the Batman again, which I think I will once it comes out on the 18th on uh, HBO, yeah. but when you watch it again, the maybe the big problem that you might have had inadvertently is that everything that they did in that movie has already been done before. Like literally everything. The fight scenes, the grappling hooks, the cops. Okay, but the, but think the, about the relationships. Think about the Nolan, the last two Nolan <laughs> Batman movies, right? Like the opening scenes were just oh like God. amazing. <laughs> like yeah, but they were like seen... designed. They were they were oh. specifically designed by for oh. like the IMAX experience. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I remember I showed my wife the the opening scene of the the Dark Knight Rises. And, and it was like the music, everything. It was so intense that she like couldn't handle it. She's like, "This is I can't handle this. Like this is too much for me." Like it, it just, it was, it was just, it like overwhelmed her. Like the score and everything, and just like the, like the amount of like I don't know, man. Even like, the I small just, things about, especially about those uh, openings. Like I mean, it, the, it's, both of them. But that's but that's the weird thing is that like I wonder it back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, right? So it came out in two thousand eight. That was the Dark Knight with mm-hmm. uh, the Joker. So. Was there some sort of conversation that they had to have with um, IMAX to say like, oh, like basically it's it's kind of like Christopher Nolan was building up his own introductions to his movies. He did the same thing with Tenet and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, maybe even a little bit of Interstellar. But basically, you know, it was just like these weirdly captured short film moments yeah you know what i mean for well, it was it, but it was yeah and it was like an introduction well in the batman movies anyways it was an introduction to the villain in both mm-hmm. right so you're, you're in like you know there's going to be a new character in this movie we're going to introduce him what's a cool way to introduce him what if he's doing a thing that villains do and it's just like i don't know dude that was way better i mean we argued about in in our our take on the batman we argued about like whether it was bruce wayne or the Riddler with the goggles, like you know what I mean. Like the filmmaking was so sloppy that it, like there wasn't a we we didn't know if you were right or if I was right or what. Like you know what I mean. Like I just feel like Nolan's. It's like you know. It's like his his communication with the the, the medium of film. It's just mm-hmm. like it's it's perfect. He like he knows his craft. He knows what to do. He knows how to shoot it to communicate this that this that. And it's just like, yeah, the Batman just lacked it, dude. And the well, Batman see, had so much time, dude. Like, like, <laughs> dude, I, know, like I know it is. It is strange to like think of the Batman being like a three-hour movie and the Dark Knight only being two hours, and they still were able to somehow cram in more 
information, yeah. more exciting information. But the thing is, I mean, I would still, you know, argue this is that the Batman is still really good filmmaking. It's just really good filmmaking, uh, but not like it, it just it just doesn't have anything new. The storytelling is lacking. I feel it, like. yeah. I feel it's, like it's, 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 I, yeah. I can give it the filmmaking. Like it looks cool and everything, but I definitely feel like it just like yeah. There's so much could have been cut out of that movie. And it but, just, but but the, but the whole thing was that it's still just like a lot of it has already been done. A lot of it, right? The interrogation yeah. scenes, the certain fight scenes, the Batmobile scenes, like even for, you know, the Snyder movies, they did a lot of like new Batman things that you haven't seen before, mm-hmm. even in the shorter period of time that they even had to be able to have Batman on screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but then again, like that pisses a lot of people off. <laughs> I don't like, know how many people would be there and be like, "That's not my Batman. He doesn't. He doesn't kill." And there was this one. There was this one. Like he should have. He uh, should have. Like that. That's the one. My one. I feel like misstep in this new version of Batman. I. I, I do feel like he should have killed people. It just. It felt more appropriate verse like compared to everything other version of Batman. Oh, I, I would buy it. I would totally buy it if he did it. If he like didn't pull his punches, this is a totally different take on Batman. You know, he's not that that same old Batman we've seen before. He's the Batman that kills people. Like he just mm-hmm. he doesn't care. Like he's just that's I, I I feel like that would have been that would have separated it so much from all the other Batmans that I feel like you could like buy that more. It, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, so many people I, off. I that. haven't said this on the podcast and actually this is a great time to kind of bring it up is um, I, I was at TIFF when um, the Joker movie came out um, and it wasn't the first screening. Um, the first screen was at Cannes, Cannes, whatever in France. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, it was like before it came out in theaters and um, so I got to see the TIFF and the director was there uh, doing a Q&A with the audience and uh I feel like I've told you this before, but um, basically there was supposed to be a scene in that movie where, or sorry, there is a scene in that movie where the Joker meets young Bruce, right? Do you remember this? Yes. And he would put his fingers in his mouth. Yeah, I was like, this is, well, right, this already got weird. weird. So there was a version of that script where Joker kills young Bruce. And it's just, and that was something that I thought was like, oh, that's interesting. And they cut that out because they want to like make, more of them right but i'm just thinking from like a storytelling standpoint like i like the idea of like let's just like you know this is our source material but let's go let's do something crazy that no one's ever seen before Mm -hmm. and like you know i mean like that would have been such a shocking moment i mean for more than one reason too because like anytime you kill a kid in a movie it kind of like is a jolt. Like, you know what I mean? It's like one of those, yeah. it's like a cheap shot, right? Like you, you're it's like oh, when you, you watch wanna... antichrist and like they throw yeah. a baby out of a window. You're like, Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Right. So, so this is what you guys are up to. Yeah. But it's just like, it's, it's a kind of a cheap shot in some ways, but like, but then to do that with, you know, a character that's already been established, like we're going to kill young Bruce Wayne. Like that's so intense. Like that changes the entire world that the next mm-hmm. movie would be in. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that it's a very like bold choice. And I'm, I'm always like really annoyed that like these superhero movies or like these, these IPs, they always have to play it so safe. They can never go outside the realm of like, you know, their world. Whereas I find like the, the DC animated movies, they definitely will explore a whole bunch of things. Like, the, you know, there's that one series where Batman has a kid, right? Damien, Damien mm-hmm. Wayne. And then mm-hmm. he has to like deal with him having a son all of a sudden. You know, like there's no other iteration that I I can think of, of like, like that Batman like has to deal with a son, right? And it's just like the movies never touched on it. None of the 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 live action movies. It's just I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I really do hope that the live action movies stick to just it being Batman. I, I hate the Bat Family. I'm like the only one that doesn't like it. I don't I don't care for, you know, fucking swinging Dick Grayson and fucking Robins out here and there and Batgirls. Yeah. Like, no, I, and I think that's totally that's I think that's a fair assessment. But I just I I wish they would just take more chances. You know, like yeah, I mean the the animated ones that were a little bit. Like you, you can kind of give them more of a break because one, you know, they are taken from previous IP of the those comic books, and two, yeah, they live in its own world. Is that what you're saying? Like basically, if they yeah. just had these lived-in own world things, yeah. yeah, per movie, yeah, and and I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about this Robert Pattinson Batman. I, I almost feel like it would have worked better for me if he was like the Batman Beyond type character, where if like old oh, Bruce cool. is like chilling somewhere. And he's just a different 
version uh like you know i don't i don't remember the the terry there we go i knew you i knew you would know that but (laughs) (laughs) that was a great show that was a that was a you know underrated i don't know maybe might not have been underrated because i think at that time it's probably like people probably didn't like it as much as like the batman animated series you know yeah especially since it was like growing up with when spider-man finished and they made spider-man unlimited and that mm. was also set in the future and it was basically yeah. you know like they just did a lot of futuristic future. shit yeah at yeah. the beginning of the 2000s you know yep. they were like yep. it's the millennium you know we got static shock batman beyond and fucking <laughs> spider-man you know like with a cape all right yeah. let's go you know like yeah i don't know in, in a lot of ways i feel like robert pattinson's batman feels like batman begins or batman uh, beyond mm-hmm. and i just i don't know i feel like that would have been a really interesting take Cause he just, I don't know what it is. Like, I know he's not that, that young, but for me, he just looks so young. Like he looks so much younger than Christian Bale. I think or, he was, yeah, I think he was older than Christian Bale's. Yeah. When right? he first started as, as, as the Batman. Batman begins. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But like Bale just looks more, I don't know. But but why do we have to keep going with the young Batman? I want the old one. That's why I liked well, the Ben Affleck version. Yeah. I was, I was I, like, I like, I like, oh, I like yeah. You know, seasoned Batman. Dude, I, I still think by far my favorite ba- Batman movie of all time is the animated uh, The Dark Knight Returns, oh, yeah. part one and part two. Peter Dude. Weller. Oh, my oh. God. Robo- Robocop being Batman is probably the coolest thing. Dude, and just will, like... like Oh, Batman just takes names and that. Like, just, <laughs> oh, just well, like, this is one line. He's like, this isn't a mud pit, son. It's an operating table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when Batman starts oh. talking like your grandpa that's on the porch with a shotgun, <laughs> like you, you, you've got another thing coming. Like there's, you got problems, you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's well, nobody. They, that you yeah. And they through. do the same like line in the Nolan Batman too, in that movie. I don't know if you remember, but it's where like the, the cops are there and then like the, the old cop is like hey to the young oh, cop you're in like, for a show <laughs> you're in for a show and then the young cop always do, does something stupid oh like, my god yeah he gets out of the car and shoots batman's gadget i was like dude that thing is like a million dollars that you just shot and batman like turns around he's like what the fuck are you, doing? Are you crazy i just came back and you're shooting at me are you are you nuts oh my god yeah. i know it was but it was it was fascinating to, to watch those because i watched them in like um you know, one at a time, like over the like last couple of days. And then, uh, and then I had a stark contrast because I've been watching Moon Knight. Have you, have you taken a look at this, this show? Yeah. So, so I've seen the first two episodes. How far have you watched the first two? Yeah. yeah I, I just caught up on the third one today. Um, okay. So I haven't seen the third one. Um, but like I said, it's a stark contrast to like, you know, superhero well, it's, cinema. It's, uh, see, I feel like they started off really well. I thought episode one was very well done in terms of like setting a new kind of thing. But then I felt like they hammed it up a lot in episode two. Episode two was like straight ham for me where like they, they just, it's like they, they rushed episode two, whoever directed episode two, man, like, I think, I think it's the same director uh, throughout like the, 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 I think the entire series. Like, why didn't they stretch it out? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's like end of ep- like all right spoiler alert but end of episode two it's like Mark's in control mm-hmm. and Steve's like screwed and I'm just like that was quick okay so like what's the, even the point now mm-hmm. like I, I get like they can have something where like maybe Steve gets control again or whatever there's like a back and forth but it's just it, it felt really sloppy and like with the the girlfriend wife thing I thought that was just really weird and then like the the friggin Egyptian I don't know, like like bird skeleton <laughs> man. <laughs> bird oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Conchu. Conchu. Like Conchu, dude. Yeah. Like his dialogue is so cheese. In the first one, he's like scary and like kind of creepy, and you're just like, don't know. And then like he has that silly voice. Whose voice is that, by the way? How, how uh, yeah, okay. I can I can look it up, but like while I'm looking at it, how how would you describe though this show to somebody? Like if you had to give like a little bit of an elevator pitch to, oh, see, to okay. set so, the show. So I, I recommended this show to a friend and now it's like I wish I didn't. Before it came out, I was like, hey man, like I know you don't like you superhero recommended movies. it only after the first episode. No, 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 no. Ooh, no, no before before the first episode. Just based on the trailer. Cause it looked cool. It looks so cool. 
But then you I'm know, like, I just, I just wasn't convinced. Okay. So the whole time, I mean, I had, I had like a, I've always, I think I've always had an issue with it where it's like, I love Oscar Isaac. I think he's an amazing actor. Um, but the thing is that like the entire time, even when they were, you know, advertising the show and showing off the trailers and everything. And then they, and then like, you know, these dumbass articles from IGN and everywhere else, Kotaku and so were like, Oh, this is Marvel's Batman. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, Okay. I, I never, you know what I wanted it to be? I wanted it to be Marvel's like horror movie. That's what I wanted it to be. Yeah, they they had one. Remember that the uh, the New Mutants. Yeah, like I feel like if Terrible this if this was the same in the same vein as New Mutants, I think this would be a lot cooler. And I thought the first episode was kind of going that that direction, but then it's like they it's like hey, this is a kids show, so uh, let's make it for kids. You know, it's weird Ooh. though. Like I I. I always try to question like whether or not like how they uh, decide who, you know, one will be the showrunner and then two will be like the director, like all that kind of stuff. Because yeah, maybe, maybe like people need to start thinking of it in the content itself, like what needs to be said. Right. So like, imagine if we started watching content that was directed by specific people that have already had that experience. Right. So like, for instance, like, okay, so Moon Knight, I mean, this is what I think it is about, right? Where, where Moon Knight is this, you know, superhero who is an avatar for this ancient Egyptian god uh, that was exiled. But, like, his whole thing is that he just, uh, you know, exacts revenge on on the wicked, right? And so then yeah. he uses this guy, Mark Spector, as, like, the avatar to, you know, uh, exact justice. But Mark is schizophrenic. And so... Is or no, he? not schizophrenic. Yeah, what, this what, is, is it, the, what is it called? Yeah, they they don't really ever explain it fully. But my question is: he has multiple personality disorder. That's what it is. Is he or whose body is it? Is it Mark's body or is it Steve's body? Right, exact. I don't know. I mean, like that's the who knows. But isn't that weird? Right? Isn't that weird? Well, I mean, I'm sure they're going to unravel it. You know, the but it the sounds like they that. both like do they? Is there two social security numbers? Does Mark have one and Steve have one? I mean, Steve has he has I mean, a job at the museum, right? He had to There's like only show six episodes of this entire season, right? Like, I, like Mark works at a museum, or Steve works at a museum, right? So he has Just to have some Steven sort of even with a V. Uh, I know, please. I know, you know this guy Scott. But a bit, yeah, <laughs> Scott, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, like, like I said, I think it's such a stark contrast to like other, you know, uh, yeah, other 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 you, you shows know, and other movies. Yeah, and you know. The the show lost me. I, f- I felt like <clears throat> when they were looking at the security tapes. I don't know if you. I don't know if you felt the oh, same way. Right, and then they were like, "We can't really explain what the shit happened to your bathroom, except for you came out and looked directly into the camera for yeah. at least fifteen. Well, and a no, half and then like the 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 dog monster just doesn't exist. On well, the see, camera. that's the weird thing. Like they they did the same thing. They cut to a part of that episode of showing it again. Right, yeah. where like yeah. the other character cannot see these demon characters that I guess he can see, which I think is kind of a waste. It just it it doesn't. I feel like that's a weird choice, right? It but like, what are they what are they playing at? Are they playing at the fact that like he's crazy and this is like none of this actually exists? Yeah, but I feel like I mean, like you know, you the can't girl, do it because now you have Ethan Hawke's character, who's like you know, yeah. taking his cane and, and whipping you know people in the hand and figuring out if they're it, good or bad. Like it's like yeah, you know, like it, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I just feel like there's a lot of inconsistencies, and I do feel like you know we've already established that this is in the same world as like the MCU, and so like like people that are, are like civilians in this world understand there's crazy ass things out there. Like I, th- I feel like people, well, which is weird. Like, why don't they? Why don't they talk about it though? Like, we right? just didn't, didn't the Eternals just happen? Isn't there like a gigantic etern or a gigantic celestial's hand sticking out of the? Well, but that was like mi- middle of nowhere, right? So maybe no one's been there yet or whatever. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm trying to like. You know, it wasn't like that. the hand came out of like the ground underneath in like the New York subway or something. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe like, I don't know, Google Earth might pick something up, you know? Yeah, well, maybe it will coming soon or I don't know, because that's the weird thing. It's like, I don't think that these shows are at all um, controlled by or, um, like, not manipulated, but, like, uh, planned by Kevin Feige. 
Yeah, well, I feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I feel like the characters, I feel like, are planned, like, where he's going to go. But I just feel like the world that he exists in doesn't feel like it's the MCU world. Same with Eternals. I mean, there was that one line that, like, uh, Jon Snow had. Yeah. About, like, oh, oh, why don't you stop Thanos? <laughs> yeah, right? And I'm like, oh, boy. One line, yeah. that's all we're going to give? She's like, I'm too powerful. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, that it, shit. it was some. It was something like that. Yeah, but but like I don't know. I mean, it's it's just it's it's such a weird show. I, I I mean, I don't even know if I could even. It's one of those things where I'm like just putting it on, and then on on top of that, I've gotten into season five of uh, Better Call Saul. I was telling Remy mm. this, uh, mm. and like another like a and so if you were to watch Moon Knight and then watch Better Call Saul, okay, while they are completely different shows. Mm-hmm. And completely different genres and stuff. You can tell which one is better by like the first five minutes. First yeah. five minutes of each one of these shows. I think you can always tell. Like it's like it's just even the um the joy of watching some of these things, right? It, yeah, more. but it's 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 like a the best way I could feel like I could describe it is like they're both like it's like they're both rides in amusement parks, but they're just very different rides. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. And I think, well, I mean, and what's, what's so weird. So I was listening to the David Mamet, uh, podcast, uh, where he was, you know, a, a, a guest on Joe's podcast. Surprisingly and, religious. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly religious. <laughs> yeah. I was like very surprised by that. I was like, I, oh, know. I, was, like, I was like, I was like, I was like, this guy's got like the original Bible, the King James Bible. Dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought he was going to convert Rogan, right? Right there, <laughs> I know, and and but what's so weird is that David Mamet kept doing this thing where he kept comparing it to these jokes, like as if he if as if he wrote them jokes, and then Joe's yeah. just like, yeah, I still don't know what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> but he yeah. he brought up like a really a really interesting uh, segment on on kind of like the film industry as a whole, and especially with like David Mamet, because like you got to think like. You know, he he's been he's written some of the you know greatest lines and in, in really great movies in the last like you know 35, 40 years. And you know, being a playwright and whatnot and all this kind of shit. But he he was talking about, you know, kind of the the differences of what his independent filmmaking was versus mm. what independent filmmaking is now. No, yeah. And you know, the biggest thing that he brought up that I couldn't agree more with is that it's all left to like the devices of distributors of the people in suits in the studios of, you know, kind of like the, the pumping out of, mm. of content. And he talked about it in the sense where like Netflix, you know, keeps pumping this content out. I, I wonder if there's ever going to be this point, like you were saying with these two different rides where people are just going to be sick of rides. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. is there going to be a point in which people are going to be like, I'm just unsubscri- I'm subscribing because there's just, there's, there's just, too, like, I, I don't care about any of this stuff. And it's, or it's just, it's like, much. you can only go on the same ride so many times before you're like, you know what to expect, you know, what's, yeah. like, you know, you uh-huh. know where you're going to like, I don't know, but yeah. I think you know what I mean? yeah because yeah, like it, it's <clears throat> I mean while while we while we can definitely see how streaming is becoming the new cable network of of you know this generation and whatnot the the thing that you know was surprising was that like he also made these comparisons and be, being like oh movies used to be this thing that was like an event to yourself right like mm-hmm. you go to the theater like you have to plan to go to the theater um you have to like look up what time this thing is you have to like really set aside your brain to be able to like enjoy yourself right and it's kind of even the thing that andrew was saying last podcast where like our attention span has gone down by a second within like yeah. the last like you know couple decades mm-hmm. which is pretty you know it's pretty crazy to say and so you know, while I think it's a great thing that what Netflix can do is like pump out these things to, you know, give us all at once. I mean, is it is it just it, it's starting to become like really tiresome with other streaming services. So like Moon Knight in general, where I'm like, oh, I just watched the third episode. I don't like if 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 this is one of those things where, you know, it was on like a cable network that wasn't on a streaming service. And even though it, it still does this because it, it, it releases every week. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to the next episode, but mm-hmm. I think if they gave me all of it at once, I would try to get to the end. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying, yeah. But but I was actually thinking about this, too, and thinking about you specifically, because 
So like Moon Knight is in the MCU's MCU's like version of a TV show, right? But like mm. the DC version are those awful CW shows. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, it's so, so bad. Odds. So why you know what I mean? Like so if we're going to compare apples to apples so to speak. Uh, like like Moon Knight is like apples I, to like liver and onion. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean like like Moon Knight is very is much better than like the Flash. In the, within like the comparison, yeah. It, it's I know it's kind of like a, it's, it's the pick your ride thing, pick your poison. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, but you like know, the Flash was, has like how many episodes per season? You know what I mean? Like Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I think that they get up to like 20 episodes per season. Yeah, I used to be like, like an yeah. avid watcher of The yeah. Flash. I watched yeah. it from season one. I think it was all the way to maybe season five. I, I and, 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 and I and I stuck with it. Yeah. Um, and because like, season one is actually really, really good. Like if, if anybody actually wants to watch a really fun, uh, like, you know, TV show, especially, you know, uh, DC wise. Yeah. The first season, but like, but that's what CW does. I think that they do this thing where they like, they can make a good show, even though it's at poor quality, they can make a good show. But then once they, they once they find that a good following, like people will follow that show. Yeah. But once they get the good following, they don't have to care anymore. Right. They did the same Mm -hmm. thing with Riverdale, Riverdale first season. Awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. You know? Uh, but then after that, once they knew that they they hooked people in with like the the hot teenagers at high school <laughs> that were solving murders, yeah. they were like they're all, they're all like sexually sexually frustrated teenagers too. <laughs> I know they're having sex in the sewer, dude. And it's yeah. like, of course, but, yeah. yeah, like like just think about that for a second. Like they're all like we know that they're all adults. They're all over eighteen or twenty one or whatever, right? But they're supposed to be like sixteen. Like you know, like if you think about that, that's a really weird. I know it's the same like thing with show. Euphoria. When yeah. you see this like six foot eight Adonis, you're like, wait a second, yeah. he's supposed to just be going through puberty the last two years. What the yeah. fuck is this? Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. But no, it's just yeah. Like... So I mean, but but that's the thing that CW does is once they, well, I think once they hook you, especially within that first season, mm-hmm. the first season of care of like trying to figure out what the whole thing is, yeah. then they don't have to give a shit. They just pump it out. They like, yeah. then, they, then they'll, then they'll do it just for, you know, however many seasons they want to. And then, you know, they'll find another way to do these things. And so it's, it's a little bit unfortunate, but like, imagine if DC decided to, you know, stop their licensing with CW and then mm. went with the competitive route, the same way that Disney is pumping out everything. Marvel. What if, what if DC was like, or what if HBO was the exclusive handler of DC property. Mm. Yeah. Imagine how different that would be. You, you'd get your, uh, you'd get your killer Batman. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Right. It'd be like, it'd be like watching the Sopranos. In fact, I think that they're doing the penguin show like the Sopranos, uh, which I mean, I know that you're never going to watch cause he never like gets that, that's shit the about Gord- that Gordon one, right? With, uh, right, yeah. With but they're supposed to be doing it County? like, yeah. The, the, Whatever his name is. <laughs> the Orange County. What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, the 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 Gordon. He's Orange County. He's um the kid from Orange County. Ryan. Oh <laughs> Whatever his name was, <laughs> that guy, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jeffrey uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright. I was like, that guy was in the OC. Oh, maybe no, he no, was. No. no, no, I'm talking. Yeah, the show. The, I've been yeah. on the run, I'm a shadow <laughs> yeah, yeah, driving down the 101. Yeah, Sandy, but I mean, Sandy. imagine, imagine though, like if 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 HBO got to, yeah, like if that if that was a facilitator because they they did it with Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Why can't they have the other? You know popular yeah. shows like what's yeah. the i mean you know that i feel like that would be like the the best way of kind of you know comparing the two like giants because yeah, what would that, cw have to do you know yeah that, that's actually a, a more interesting comparison like comparing peacemaker to moon knight peacemaker right? is so much better in fact i think i think peacemaker is probably better than every marvel show they've ever done <laughs> yeah maybe you know, like, I, I, I mean, did like I did really like Loki. I feel like Loki was something very unique, very different. Yes, I, I like. I, that. I can agree to that. I can agree to that. I mean, but, you know, and but it's the thing is that like, do you think it's because it's just it's the character that is just so interesting, or is it like the setting that they put him in? Well, I just feel like they put him in a completely different. It's like 
like a totally new situation. Whereas like it's like WandaVision was like I don't know, it was a little cheese. And same with like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was like, that was nah. Falcon and Winter Soldier could have been I think I I, I liked it. Um it was Until very safe. It was like really, oh, yeah. really safe. But I mean, like I think that they could have if they I don't know, if they gave that if they gave that show to Peter Berg. Uh, I don't know. Do you know who Peter Berg is? Yeah, he's like yeah. he's um he, well, he's also one of the executive producers and one of the directors of. Uh, Did, didn't he do Battleship? Oh man, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I no, I didn't thought he, that, uh, isn't that. I don't I don't think that he. I don't think that he did. I think he did. I think he did Battleship with Rihanna. Oh, God, I hope I. <laughs> I hope he did. Here we go. I think he did. I'm clicking, clicking it on mine. Peter, Peter Berg, baby. He directed, he directed it. Yep, Battleship. Oh shit. Yep. New, Sorry, new. I. You know, but okay. He's still <laughs> a great producer. I don't know, even if he has some of this other bullshit behind him. But uh, he, you know, like if they if they gave it to him, because you know he did like uh, Lone Survivor and Friday Night Lights yeah. and all these kind of like you know. Dude, are you he, on IMD, Are you on IMDb right now? I'm on IMDb Pro. Dude, go go to go to Alexander Sarsgaard, or go to go to go to Battleship, and then look at the cast. Dude, Sarsgaard's photo kills me right now. I'm gonna like put it in the show. Oh, notes. his pantsless one. <laughs> yeah. I know he's he's amazing. I mean, in fact, you know, oh like like God. I've said before, he's like he's in a movie that I'm really excited to see, and I hope is amazing. You know, oh, the Huntsman, the Northman. Northman, sorry, yeah, Northman, dude. That show is like I'm being advertised like a crazy amount on that show. I think it's ever since I oh, uh, typed yeah. it into like IMDb, it's like every YouTube ad now is no, they're going hard because I mean, like I mean, oh. when I read when I read this gigantic article about it, they were like, uh, yeah, we put in ninety million dollars into this art piece. <laughs> oh, dude. So and they're, like, they're going yeah, the, hard on the, the trailer right on now. youtube is like william defoe like doing this weird like accent i don't know if you've heard this he's like doing this yeah uh, is it isn't it like nordic aren't they all nordic or something yeah but like, it's like you know. very william defoe like it's like if Why liam keep calling him william he's, william he's whatever terrible just call Same him thing. just call him the green goblin for now. I, like, I'll, I'll, I'll get it i'm calling him by his christian name josh <laughs> His Christian name, what David Mamet would call him, <laughs> how David Mamet would would refer to him. That was a that was a wild, uh, you know, podcast to listen to. Is like, oh, you know, you know, you know, what I was actually going to recommend. Did you hear? Did you ever listen to Bobby Green on Joe Rogan? Bobby Green, oh dude, oh that, is he is he the uh, the uh, MMA guy? The MMA guy that like went to prison. No, okay, so so Bobby Green. No, I no, I think it's two people. I saw I saw the clip you're talking about because like it, I he was talking about his experience in prison, yeah, and how like there was like a, a key holder to each one of the gangs, Dude, and like that's and, like it, yeah. like he's talking, and the whole time he's talking, I'm like, this is a movie, like this sounds like a movie that you're pitching right now. But no, but but yeah, I mean. I, well, I mean, that was, yeah, that guy, that, that guy went hard. No, but Bobby Green was a black dude. Oh, Bobby Green's a black guy. Okay. Yeah. Who's the white guy then? Who is the white, who is the white guy? The white guy asks. Um, in that, in that clip, man, yeah, Bobby Green, he's just like, yeah, that's right. Like, he's just like, like affirming everything the other guy's saying. It was like, oh. It was so intense, though. That was like the most intense clip I've seen. I know. And, and like, you, like it, it's it's weird because, like, I mean, how you know how often do you think people? I mean, like, it, it's weird that like when people hear that kind of story, that there are still people out there that are like, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to rob a liquor store anyway." And you're like, "Dude, listen to this one no, guy's okay, one story." That's, that's funny that you went there. So I went. I went the other place. I was thinking about like you know us becoming like super successful podcasters and like like. Imagine if me and you were interviewing someone like that. Like someone like that is on our podcast and we're going to talk to them about <laughs> their experience in prison. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't even know how like. I, I, Dude, yeah, no, it would be like me taking, you know, pills. I'd have to like pray every time I'm like taking the pill after after having a conversation like that. Yeah, then, like, you know, oh, oh, dude. OK, well, uh, so so basically 
I've had a very interesting work life, you know. When you when you work <laughs> at Apple, you get to meet a lot of really interesting people. There we I had go. a co I had a coworker that I'd love to bring onto this that maybe maybe one day we will. But uh I I don't want to like I don't want to reveal too much, but basically he was a detective for the Oakland police. Hmm. And he retired. He he had, I think he was had to forcibly be retired. Um and he was, he's, he's such a like nice guy. He's so, he was, he was, and he was, he was a really great person to be around and, and, you know, amazing stories and everything. But the things that he would talk to me about, like being exposed to like Oakland back in the eighties and the nineties and everything like that. And, you know, the things that he had to, because I, mean, like, I think at one point he was a detective for child pornography. Like it was mm. a big thing. It was really crazy. Um, and, you know, I'd love, to, I'd love for him to like come on to actually talk about this. But the thing is that, you know, when he would talk about these experiences, it's, you know, he's talking about it in the more like retrospective aspect of it being like, oh, you know, this happened. This is real. But then every time, like, you know, you kind of have to take a step back and be like, oh, yes, this happened to this person. Like they mm-hmm. saw this. They, they actually experienced the entire thing. So after listening to that, you know, small clip. I just kept thinking of that guy being like, wait a second. This guy like took on like two guys while cops were watching. He choked out this other dude and then had to fight another. I mean, like, what about any other Joe Schmo that is going into any of these type of prisons? I mean, like, are they just like taken advantage of? Or are they just dead? I mean, like, I mean, like, how did, what's the, you know, how does this, why? <laughs> Like, like you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's it's a hard thing to 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 realize and to kind of like you know fathom, especially when it comes to like those type of people's experiences and like you know what they what they go through. Well, we should yeah, we should we should have them on because I'd love to hear the story in detail of what you're trying to say but not say. Uh, yeah, I wonder if he would though. <laughs> I mean, I remember when when we used to talk about it, you know um, when we were working and everything. Cause I was like, dude, you need to write a book <laughs> or you need to, yeah. like, you know, you need to like write a movie or something like that. Like, and, he would, and he would just, cause he's so humble and he's just like, he's like, no, 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 that's just, is just a, you know, it's a, it's, it's educational uh, tidbits for you and everything like that. And it's just, mm-hmm. man, it's, and, and then, and then also I'm just like thinking, I'm just like, my God, I'm so weenie. Like with all these like little experiences, you don't realize how good you have it. Right. Oh yeah. No, for sure. It's kind of like, um, you know, that, that song 30 by Bo Burnham, where he talks about like him turning 30 versus his like grandfather turning 30. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's like, Oh, he fought a, he fought a war. And then, you know, and then Bo Burnham's like, you know, making Fabergé eggs with his mom or something like that. Like it's like <laughs> the, the, the contrast of it too. Like you ever, I mean, I don't know. I, I imagine that though. Like imagine like even at like our age, yeah, you know, what your grandparents went through at that time. Yeah, they're like churning butter in their like front porch, <laughs> or you know, <laughs> running away from from their yeah. country. Turn, turn like off it. the lights so you don't get bombed. Like, <laughs> Dude, oh, I, well, I mean, and now people are actually experiencing that again in a very yeah. you know in, in in which which is so crazy to think about that too, where it's like there's such a huge spotlight on it too. Yeah. Right. Of I mean, well, I'm I'm sure every world war or every war has its spotlight. You know, I don't think any anything is is more prevalent to, you know, people being able to film it on their, you know, their cell phones and be able to upload mm-hmm. it easily. And everybody have everybody has like the access. Yeah, to and see. that yeah, and that's crazy too. Like that um that New York situation this week, like uh, that shooting oh on the right, and like the cameras weren't working, but someone had iPhone or cell phone footage of the dude and like the police caught him from someone's cell phone. And it's just like, that's pretty crazy that that's a thing now. You know what I mean? Like the cameras weren't working in the subway station, but people have these like amazing phones in their pockets that someone captured something. And then it was enough that they, they got the guy. Like, I don't know. I just, like it blows my mind. Like, I don't know. Which is, which is to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's point of being like, well, if we have such great technology and everything, why haven't we seen our aliens? Yeah. (laughs) No, like where are these guys? I mean, well, speaking about aliens, um, I watched a movie this past weekend, Joshua. Ooh, it wasn't a Christopher Nolan movie. No, (laughs) Um, I don't, I, I really wish, see like you're hard, man. Cause like you, I feel like your bar, the bar that you set for yourself is so high where like my bar is like, uh, it, it's like we're in completely different camps with our movie bars. You know what okay. I mean? Like, 
Like, okay, so I watched Moonfall. Oh, nice. Okay, the uh, whatever. <laughs> the whatever. It's very, it's very battleship like, right? Isn't isn't kind that of. done though by um, by the? Oh, it's a Roland Emmerich movie, dude. It's it's a fun movie. It would be, like I wish I wish you. I know you. It's probably he gonna makes be a lot things. of really fun movies though. I I, I like. Dude. Because he, it, oh he goes hard. I mean, oh the difference—the difference of like a filmmaker <laughs> that can be like artistic and everything. Roland Emmerich is like, what if everything died? You know, like I mean, Dude. didn't he do uh, Independence Day? And it's—it's—it's um, it's, it's so ridiculous. Like it almost feels like two completely separate movies. I think it was like, like the the, the, like the beginning movie and the end movie. Like the first half of the movie, it's like, oh, okay, I know what ride I'm in for, and then it's like the second. It's like it's like you're in a roller. Here we're comparing movies to roller coasters. It's like the first half of the movie, the roller coasters, like in the dark, and then the second half, the roller coasters not in the dark, and you're just like, and there's like a lot of wind or something. Like you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. it's a completely different experience, and I'm just like, what, what happened here? Like it's not very consistent. But they're both like very fun movies. I just kind of wish I got more of either. Mm-hmm. But by far, what's his name? Michael Pena, I think is his name. Okay, yeah, the um, the he actor. was awful in this movie. It's like really, it's like, yeah, they just he's like, usually really good. I know, and like like I I just feel like they didn't have enough for him to do, and like his character is like, oh my god, it's just you. You're, I really want you to watch this movie so we can review it. It's just it's such a ridiculous like. It's so ridiculous. I, oh. I, I like some of the disaster movies though too because like, no, I mean, some, but like that's some, that's not what it is. That's the funny part is like you think that's what you're going into it as, but that's not at all what it is. Oh, it is geez. not a disaster movie. Like, yeah, it's crazy, dude. The first hey, Patrick Wilson is a, he's a, he's a, he's great to watch. Oh, dude, you don't even do you want me? Can I can I spoil this movie? Are you gonna wa- actually watch this movie? Can I spoil the shit out yeah, of it? Yeah, probably not. But wait a second. I want to go back to your it, it, the the reasoning why you want to watch this movie, and then reasoning why you didn't want to like talk about the movie it was because you just said like our, our basically our spectrum is oh, so different for yeah. For so okay, so I, I find it. I find like I have a very 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 easy time watching movies where I don't need to invest um, emotional energy in. I don't know if it's like because I have a family now or whatever, but like. So like something like Moonfall, dude, it's like there's no, I have no, I don't care at all. I don't need to like analyze my life when I watch this movie. It's uh-huh. just a movie, blow ups. There's like things that explode and it's it's action and it's fun and it's whatever. And it's like mm-hmm. there's no like, oh, the filmmaking. Oh, like the, oh, blah, 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 mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like a movie like, uh, I don't know, what's a, what's a, what's a, what's another, like uh, the, the, the Norseman that's coming out, right? The Northman. Northman. The Northman's coming out feet. Maybe that's not even a good analogy, but something where it's like more heavy. I feel like you lean like Better Call Saul. Here we go. Better Call okay, Saul yeah. uh, versus Moon Knight. That's a good. Here we go. I feel like you are more in the Better Call Saul camp, <sighs> where it's like it's just it's more creative, it's more artistic, and it's a little bit more heavy or deep. Whereas like Moon Knight is like light, fluffy. It's like it's like a pillow. Yeah. Kind of thing, right? And I find that like I will lean more towards like movies like that because it's like it's more of like an escape from reality and it's just like i don't have to think about it mm-hmm. whereas like like um movies i gotta like think about like like the emotional toll i feel like it takes on me it's like i don't i just don't always like to like it's like i need to be in the right mind frame to go into a movie like that interesting that okay yeah i know i mean yeah i yeah maybe, and i get maybe that, it's like you know? an age and, thing maybe like i'm older than you or whatever but i don't know but i feel like i've always kind of been like that and moonfall I, uh, just is like 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 it's you know you've always compared it to like dad movies like equalizer. <laughs> yeah yeah the dad, yeah right equalizer 2 is like the ultimate dad movie for me dad movie right yeah. um yeah i yeah let me yeah, let me let me kind of comment on that because like it, it's it's true, you know. And one of the weird things is that you know, <laughs> oh, Remy's gonna love this. I uh, <laughs> I I remember there was this uh, fellow filmmaker of mine in school, uh, and he he like he straight up said it in my own home. He was just like, "Josh, 
you have terrible taste in movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. He hated, he hated my selection of movies that I, that I loved. Right. Because, you know, my favorite movie of all time is RoboCop, but you know, I would, you know, go off the rails of trying to watch there will be blood like on any day. Right. Mm. Like there, you know, there's, there's like this weird, you know, stark contrast of these type of things. Yeah. Um, but, but kind of like what you're saying is that, you know, you're, you're taking a lot of emotional, uh, you know, energy out of wanting to watch a movie, whereas you can just turn it on, turn off your brain, just, you know, kind of go, yeah. go for the ride. Right. Yeah. Whereas like I, f- and, and like, and you don't have to put that energy into it. Right. The, that, and that's what you feel like you have to do with, you know, those kind of like higher browed filmmaker art, artsy fartsy shows or movies. Right. Like, is that, yeah. So you gotta so, put your like filmmaker hat on. Yeah. So I think I have to do the opposite where it's like <laughs> with, with the dad <laughs> movies and with like the blockbuster movies, with the things that Netflix pumps out, like I have to put in, like, I got to like prepare myself, you know, to, <laughs> to either love it or hate it or whatever, you oh, know, like I funny. can't, I can't enjoy myself. But the weird thing is that I think it's because there's like, there's, there's so, there's such a little movies that come out that actually make me feel good about watching the movie, both, on, both on the level of knowing that it was made really well. And then also the enjoyment of it, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and I would have to, you know, I'd have to do these things where I'd have to like argue why I would like a movie. And even if it's for something that people would really just do not like, right. I mean, like, it's kind of like, um, and then also the whole thing is that being in the indie industry, like independent film mm. industry, like where you're seeing movies that were made for $10,000, you know what I mean? Like, and you're seeing the lowest of the low, both in quality and acting and everything <laughs> else. And then you have to somehow convince yourself to find the best things about them in order to sell them. Right. Yeah. When you're, when you're in that kind of realm, you, you appreciate all the good stuff so much more. Right. Yeah. I think that, I think that's what I've, I've kind of come to. Like, I think that's where my thinking is. Uh, but, you know, and then, yeah, that it's just at the end of the day, I just like don't want to put in the effort of like, you know, I don't know, not feeling like I waste my time because I don't think it maybe it's like, I don't think it's a wa- I think, you know, I don't think it's a waste of time watching movies or TV shows or any of that kind of stuff, you know, at, at all. But it's, you know, it, I do have to prepare. I did. I did the same thing you have to do for the artsy fartsy movies that 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 that's funny. I have to do for like the dad movies. That's funny. So yeah. there, that that's my that's my take. That's your two cents. Yeah, that's my two cents. So you know. so will you watch Moonfall? That's the question. Then. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. So then can I can I can spoil, yeah, I can yeah. spoil give, it? Give me give me the oh, five. Minute, okay. The okay. Five so so what do you, what do you think what do you think it's about based on the trailer based on what you know? Okay. Based on the Go. trailer, this Go. is what I think it is about. Okay. I think uh, Patrick Wilson yep. is an astronaut in space yep. that uh, is pre- is trying to prepare the world for some sort of gigantic. Uh, break in the moon that then sends asteroids to earth and blows up the earth that's what i think it's about based off of the snippets or little things i've seen of that movie and knowing roland emmerich type movies (laughs) okay that's kind of what i thought too but the movie even like starts with a little like head fake type action where so so Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson are in space they're doing a space mission with their with another guy there's three of them like opening scene of the movie doing a little space thing okay and then uh alien smoke monster space smoke monster <laughs> for lack of a better word comes out attacks them and uh the third uh um uh, astronaut gets killed and uh, Halle Berry gets un- knocked unconscious, and then no one, they go back down to Earth, and no one believes that an alien attacked. They think that Patrick Wilson was, like, out of neglect, got the other astronaut killed, and Halle Berry has no memory of this, and the cameras weren't working, and so then he's, like, a disgraced astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> After As an if, alien attack? That, okay. Yeah, that no one believes. No one believes an alien attack. And then it turns out that, yeah, the moon is slowly coming closer, and the dude from Game of Thrones, I forget his name now. Um, Wait, uh, which one? The There's only one dude from Game of Thrones in Moonfall. Can you find oh, it? Oh, uh, John Bradley. Oh, there he played... Um, yeah. 
He played Samuel Tarly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so okay. he he's basically this like rogue like astronaut dude that <laughs> that sneaks around astronaut. Dude, it doesn't really make sense. They like he like sneaks into like places and and like steals information and like basically figures out that the moon is like changed orbit before like NASA figured it out. And uh anyways, anyways, so so Yes, the moon basically is getting closer, but the reason why is because the moon is an alien spaceship. Great. Yes. Love it. Yes. It's hollow. It's completely hollow. And the aliens in that spaceship or the aliens that created that spaceship are the ones that that, um, seeded Earth with humans. And the, the aliens that attacked the astronauts are these aliens that have been hunting our moon (laughs) <laughs> creators <laughs> and now our moon creators need our help to destroy the aliens so the first half of the movie it's like the moon is like destroying the earth and the second half of the movie is all about like it's all in space trying to kill the space aliens from the moon oh my god <laughs> dude it is wild i was like i was not expe- like because the fir- like the pace of the movie is out of control it is so fast they gloss over so much because yeah like, literally like the climax of the movie is like at the the 45 minute mark it's like, <laughs> it's crazy how fast they get to it and I'm then, just yeah. really curious on how that even like came about like how did this dude. Dude, and then and there's this, oh, dude. They they have all this like family drama with all the characters that they kind of like sprinkle in there. It's like Halle Berry's like gonna get divorced, and like she has a son, but then the son gets separated from her, and then like like oh my gosh, it's like everything's a disaster. Like all all the family structures are a nightmare, and like it just doesn't make. Any, and there's a lot of like convenience. Like Halle Berry's husband like works for like the defense department. He's like. And they're gonna like nuke the moon, and like, <laughs> dude. Oh but then the alien part is so funny, dude. It's so funny, and then the dude ends up like becoming one with the alien at the end. The guy from uh, Game of Thrones, and his oh, consciousness is with the alien. Of course, in the moon. Okay, okay. In, in the moon. In and then the they moon. do, yeah, in the moon. The moon's hollow. It's a uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Let's make the yep. Dude. 150 million dollars that's what dude. that that's that's how much that idea costs dude, hilarious dude it's so like it's just like no way here here's the thing though like would you watch movie this like, movie again oh see i don't that's that's like if i didn't tell you everything about it i would love to watch this movie with you and like drink a lot of beers have a, like like maybe get some doritos like, like, <laughs> some Doritos. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I don't mind like, watching this kind of like. Here's the weird thing, though. Like, I would watch those type of movies with you for yeah. the first time if you haven't seen it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's you just, know what I mean? Like that's that's the that would be a joy. Such, it's such a ridiculous movie because, like, the, the, I feel like those are the type of movies that you watch with your roommates. Like when you when you have those yeah. moments, like it's it's so much more fun because. Nobody likes it. <laughs> like the movie doesn't like itself and it's yeah. just kind of presenting all the bullshit to you. And you're just, yeah. you know, you're just having fun absorbing the logic of, of the storytelling, you know? Yeah. Like I was, uh, I was at my, my in-laws place and, uh, my father-in-law's like, Oh, is there anything you want to watch? And I was like, Oh, like Moonfall came out. I really want to watch that. He's like, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah. he's like, whoa, why? Uh, uh, okay. And then we watched it. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, well, that was something. And <laughs> that's like the it, perfect uh perfect dad line right there. Imagine if you could like type that up on Rotten Tomatoes, but like uh dad reviewer. Well, that was something. <laughs> right? Four stars. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, that Four was out of five that, stars. That was definitely something. But yeah, I don't know. It's I can't believe that like movies like this get made for that much money and it's just it's just out of control, dude. But see, and, on and the opposite end, David Mamet was trying to tell us that these type of movies never get made anymore. Like that idea like, comes from no, nowhere. No but, no, but I think that he's more talking about like a theatrical release. Like I feel like he's not taking into account like streaming services. That's that's the the flaw, the biggest flaw in his like argument. 
Do you know what I mean? Well, He's I think he takes about- only into account streaming services, right? Like, well, didn't he use his phone as an example of saying, like, well, no, but now- he, he thinks of it like, like it's like shitty movies are being made because they're made by like Netflix and and Amazon Prime. Do you know what I mean? Back in my day, the golden age of cinema, you know, we had movies played on the big screen, right? You know, right, right. like that, I feel like that's kind of his attitude, and I feel like that's not that's not the case anymore. And I feel like he probably, I mean, does he know how to use a computer? You know what I mean? Well, remember, remember, he was he was saying he's like, oh, I don't really know how these things are made anymore. Like it, it's it's funny because yeah. I remember we used to have a lot of these run-ins with a lot of older uh, financial like investors and everything in 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 the industry. Mm-hmm. And I remember there were times when when you know uh, the company I worked for, we would go out uh, to do you know to kind of like pitch some of these stories and everything. And there was I remember there was this one investor. You know, that, uh, you know, he was, oh no, he, he was actually coming to us for investment and he was looking for $10 million with nobody in it. And like, and, you know, he had, had all these things and he's like, you know what I used to, I used to, uh, be the stunt man, uh, during this, uh, uh during the seventies and everything like that. And I know a lot of these people and you're like, okay, that's great, man. <laughs> but like, I don't really know how that's going to help your case, but there's, there's this weird kind of belief that the time that you were working never mm. evolves. So the time yeah. you're working, you're like grandfathered into like the, the privilege of being able to work anywhere always. Right. Um, yeah. Now that can kind of work with like, you know, filmmakers that are super famous, but it's their names, right? Like Steven Spielberg yeah. and all those guys. I mean, like that's, that's what they, that's what they do. And that's what they've just become. Right. Like if you're part of like the old school Westerns and everything like that and all that shit. Um, and that you're not like really evolving with the same industry, then you're not, you're not really involved. You're not really, you know, engaged into it all. And, you know, I mean, and, and that's, the, that's the thing is like, then you, then you come up with these type of things with these like moonfall with everything else where you're like, I just like, I mean, out of, out of left field, but you have the perfect person to be able to do it because of course Lionsgate would trust Roland Emmerich with $150 million to make a crazy disaster movie. But yeah. it looks like it failed, you know, like the, the gross for both the U S and Canada and the world did not even get close to, to the budget. Wait, wait, wait. sorry. What movie are you talking about right now? Moonfall. Yeah. But I watch it on prime. Right. So it's like, I, I never know how that works anymore. Because it's well, like they probably bought distribution rights, and you know, yeah, but like, how much? How much were the distribution rights? Well, like, they would it, never buy it for the same <laughs> price as like the budget, unless it was like, you know, somehow. No, but you know what I'm saying, like, wanted, like, you know? yeah, but let's say that's fifty percent, right? So then they only need to make fifty percent in box office to break even. No, they need to make the the whole thing to break even. Because if you think fifty percent, fifty percent of the budget was probably the Wait, actual working budget, no, no, and no. that other fifty percent is into marketing. It's into you're, you know, you uh, lying. Paying other people, yeah. Oh, dude, come on, come on. That's that's one second. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Looking at the the box. No, okay. So this. so Moonfall is not playing in theaters in Canada. Okay. So you, that, that's what I'm talking about. Like there's no distribution theatrically in Canada for Moonfall. So therefore... Well, no, so, so, so they, they count domestic as U.S. and Canada. No, I understand that. But if I can't even see... If I don't even, even have the option of seeing this movie in theaters, mm-hmm. right? Like then the budget or the 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 amount of money incurred from... Or like per, the ticket prices, like it doesn't really like matter, if they're not getting like worldwide distribution for a theatrical release, right? But they did get a theatrical release. Sure, but maybe they're uh, maybe they're baiting Oscar bait, dude. <laughs> you think Moonfall Oscar? <laughs> they, did, they, were, they were like, "Hey, look! If uh, if anything could happen to those awards, <laughs> you know, ceremonies, why not?" Um, well, yeah, I mean that is true but, too. I mean, that, you know, that, that's like, what. Well, because also thinking, the right? thing is that with, uh, you know, domestic buys or even international buys, if other companies see that you have actually played in theaters, it does help your, mm. um, your sales. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that Moonfall is on the same bar as like 20, was it 2012? That oh, John, yeah. Well, John yeah, Cusack of course. Movie. 
It, it yeah, and like San Andreas, and you know, yeah, it's very and, much and, and, and other Roland Emmerich movies. You know, the the day after tomorrow. Yeah, Independence um, Day. Okay, so there's a movie coming out that I want to watch with. I want us to like talk about. So it's called All the Old Knives. All the old knives. Yeah. Talk to me. What is it? I don't know. I haven't seen it. It just it keeps getting advertised to me, and I think All it might be. It might be available knives. to watch right now, and I'd love to talk to you about it next week. Chris Pine, Tandy Newton, Jonathan Price, Lawrence yeah. Fishburne, Michelle Williams. I just like the idea of two things. I like that it's under two hours, and I like that it's rated R. And it's a it's Prime Video. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So so we'll be we'll be reviewing all the old knives on next week's episode. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. Cool. If it's any good. But yeah, anyways, on that note, I'm uh, going to leave you alone and talk to you later. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.